Breathing is the most practiced form of communication with nature. Before we introduce ourselves and the topic of our podcast, why don't we take some deep breaths together? Anna Apana. Inhale, exhale. Inhalai, exhalai. In this podcast, we will be testing the realms of justice, compassion, human, and more than human relationships. I'm Shricha. I'm Abby. And we're from the Middlebury School of the Environment. Currently in Monterey, California. And this this is the MCB Multi-Species Community Building Podcast. Through this podcast, we hope to introduce some activities and theories to help us understand what MCB Multi-Species Community Building looks like. MCB is about rethinking relationships shared amongst humans and non-human species, through practices that increase our awareness of the entanglements in nature. The topic is most relevant in our world of rising temperatures, disappearing biodiversity, and displacement of communities due to climate change. To make this podcast more interactive, we will share seven things we can do to begin taking part in MCB. We've interviewed a number of people to share their experiences with these seven activities. Activity number one, go for a walk. Focus on your breathing. Listen to the sounds around you. Ask yourself, what is your relationship with nature? My father and I would always go for walks on Sunday morning. So I love to be outside, so I love to go on walks every day. Wait. Activity number two, remember. Acknowledge the people whose land you occupy. The Ohlone definitely lived close to places that had water. You know, it's a life source. There was a very highly developed fishery industry. Remember also the plants and animals in the ecosystem. Pelicans, seabirds, and sea lions. I see deer where I live every day. It's really majestic seeing them run across the fields. Squirrels and dogs. I see them. It's so interesting how these days we can become aware of the species in our world through social media. Here is a statement from an artist named AJ who paints portraits of animals to raise awareness about loss of biodiversity. On social media and whatnot, I follow a lot of tiger accounts just because I'm really obsessed with tigers. I also draw them all the time and it's just, it makes me really sad to see that there, a lot of species are starting to get endangered. Activity number three, practice compassion. There are a lot of differences between ourselves and animals. We can acknowledge and appreciate these differences. Here are some thoughts from Dr. Kurt Gervich, professor at SUNY Plattsburgh. He's an environmental designer and planner who works closely with communities to help them articulate their ecological needs and conservation goals. Compassion to me means caring about other beings, whether they're human or non-human, and kindness towards others. This makes me wonder, how can we be more compassionate towards other beings? 
and how are we receiving compassion from them? I think I'm kind to animals in a direct way, though as a human, I'm not kind to animals. It's interesting. My car kills lots of bug life. I don't hesitate to use a mouse trap when I need to. Now I'm questioning my compassion to animals. MCV practices help us to be aware and feel connected. Our ability to be compassionate and receive compassion relies on our ability to respond to the multi-species world around us. I think if we felt more connected to the natural world and to biodiversity and wildlife, if we were like every moment of our life confronted with the need to be compassionate, then think we would just be more compassionate. So I think that's really important. I think that, yeah, that would make the world a better place. Activity number four, be responsible. I like to think of this in terms of the sensory environment. So thinking about if we make urban spaces, we pay attention to our lighting, we pay attention to our noise sources, we can improve the sensory conditions so those that more, might be more sensitive can thrive. The previous quote was from Dr. Megan McKenna, a marine scientist and environmental educator located at Pacific Grove, California. Her quote highlighted how powerful our sensory system is and how sensitive it is. The activity about being responsible, it highlights what it means to be able to respond. I think we can respond in many ways through our sense organs, through our emotions, and that's how we build relationships with nature. In that context, our primary responsibility to nature is to exercise our ability to respond. I share this planet with not just other humans, but other wildlife, and there's a codependency there, a reciprocity of us taking and giving in the environment that it truly is just central to, to who I am. We are entangled, dependent, and influential to one another at all moments. Activity number five, build a relationship. Explore how we communicate with animals, plants, and the environment, even when we don't speak the same language. When I go near April, she knows I'm going to bring her some leftover apples in the morning for my, my evening snack. We both benefit off each other. I get, you know, a companion, and my dog gets a companion I feel as well. Activity number six. Try mindful eating. Cooking them beautifully and eating them in a way that we don't waste anything of them, as passionate as I can be. Think about the culture it came from, the process of cooking it, and eating it together with people. One of my favorite things are vine-grown tomatoes, fresh, off the vine, a little bit of salt, nothing else. And it's a time to sit and uh, enjoy friendship. And where the food actually came from. When School of the Environment went to Selena's, we met a farmer named Yadira, and she showed us the process of cultivating and harvesting all of her crops. And it was a great perspective to see, as most people aren't aware of what happens behind the scenes or in a farm. So when we're eating, let's eat mindfully. 
keeping in mind the shadow places involved in the process of bringing our food to our table. Activity number seven, Beyond Binaries. A vital skill for crafting a multi-species community is changing the way we normally think about justice. So we begin to think beyond binaries, break down hierarchies, and think of differences as our strength rather than as a tool for segregation. Here is a quote from Teresa Romero from United Farm Workers, the first Latina and the first immigrant woman president of a national union. Our differences are who make us what we are. If we were all the same, same color, same size, same, same beliefs, same language, same, it would be kind of boring. But because we're different, we're learning from each other. Feminist theorist Trin Min Ha states, difference between entities is being worked out as a difference also within. Things start opening up. Within each entity, there is a vast field and within each self is a multiplicity. And that's where the word multi-species comes from, multiplicity. Feminist theorist Donna Haraway calls it multi-species is about staying with the trouble which is getting on together with less denial and more experimental justice. With this in mind, we can begin to define multi-species justice. But first, let's explore what justice means. Justice is equality. It doesn't matter who you are, how much you have, where you come from, what the color of your skin is. Any living thing deserves respect. On a similar note, Here's what other people had to say about this loaded word, justice. For me, justice basically means equality of treatment, regardless of what you did. I think justice is about creating systems that allow species, humans, cultures to thrive and persist. Justice is meeting people where they're at and not impressing an idea or a way, just letting them be. That's justice. Now we can begin to understand multi-species justice. The recipients of justice becomes not just you and I, the privileged, the humans or animals. The subjects of justice expands to the neglected, various species, the oceans, the ecosystems, and the relationships between each of these entities. As feminist theorist Karen Barad says, justice is not a state that can be achieved once and for all. There's only the ongoing practice of being open and alive to each meeting, each intra-action, so that we might use our ability to respond, to breathe life into ever new possibilities for living justly. The activities in the MCB list can go on and on. There might be more unique ways to be involved in the environment, to celebrate differences, to acknowledge and embrace the species around us, and to practice multi-species justice in our world that is rapidly changing. So feel free to expand this list. The next time you do these activities, bring a friend along. Just how we started, why don't we end with some deep breaths, this time remembering the multi-species world that we live in. Inhalar, exhalar. Inhale, exhale. Ana, apana.
We would like to thank Teresa Romero, the Ohlone sisters, our teachers Joan Grossman, Megan McKenna, and Kurt Gervich. Our friends Karen Kumar and Mary Laura and the wonderful people of Monterey for their contributions. The music in this podcast is from the Ohlone sisters, the musicians at the wharf, and royalty-free music on SoundCloud. And last but not the least, the sounds of beautiful birds, oceans, and nature of Monterey Bay. Once again, thank thank you. you.